Hello beautiful souls and welcome to Raw and Real with Sony Pelty. I'm your host Sony, your guide on this journey of love, relationships and self-discovery. Each week we dive into the heart of what makes us human, the love we give, the connections we crave and the struggles we bravely face in our quest for deeper intimacy and self-love. Here we strip away the facades. We talk openly about the joys and pains of relationships, the lessons learned from love lost and found, and the growth that comes from being authentically ourselves. Whether you are single, in a relationship, or exploring the vast landscape of your heart, this is a space for you to feel seen, heard, and understood. Join me every week as we share stories, invite experts, and offer insights that help us navigate the complex world of love. It's raw, it's real, and it's all about the most powerful force in our lives, love. Let's embark on this journey together. Welcome to Raw and Real with Sony Pelty. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Raw and Real with Sony Pelty. Today on the show, I have my friend and Chinese astrologer, Janine Lo, with me. Janine is a classically trained feng shui consultant since 2006 in the arts of Bazi, flying stars, auspicious dates, Qi Men Dun Jia, and I Ching. Having received training from notable teacher Joey Yap, she has an impressive client base ranging from individuals seeking personal growth to multi-million pound corporations aiming to optimize their prosperity. Janine uses Chinese metaphysics to achieve her clients' goals and has over 300,000 social media followers. Janine also teaches people to become feng shui consultants globally. Janine is also an author and her newest book is called Date, Love, Marry, Avoid. Online dating is at an all-time high. Its industry is worth nearly $7 billion and its popularity has increased in proportion to the increase of loneliness and social isolation brought on by COVID. Finding your soulmate in a largely online world can be tricky enough as it is, and this book aims to help you find a compatible partner without having to kiss too many frogs. Deciding to write the book that she couldn't find on the market, author Janine Lowe set her aim towards helping people find their way every day with relationships, life, health, and wealth through Chinese horoscopes and feng shui. Using thousands of years of Chinese astrology knowledge to help you find your soulmate, love, date, marry, avoid, is a funny, practical, irreverent, and accessible guide to Chinese astrology geared to help you learn what makes your personal sign tick and which animal signs 
are your most and least compatible. In the pages of this book, Janine will help you work out which animal you are. The rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, or pig. And identify great date options as she gives her verdict on whether to date, love, marry, or avoid. After all, there's no point taking a rat to the gym. You will never see him again. This is the formal introduction to Janine. Personally, I have worked with Janine since 2020, and she has been spot on when reading my chart. From when to sell my house, to my husband finding a new job that doubled his salary and everything in between, Janine has suggested the most auspicious time for each event. I have taken several of the classes she has offered, and I can testify that she is phenomenal and very intuitive. And I'm so excited to have her on the show and talk about her new book, Date, Love, Marry, Avoid. Welcome to the show, Janine. I am so excited and thrilled to have you. First of all, congratulations on your book. Today is Thank you. release day, right? Release day in the UK, yeah. Um, January 1st in uh, America. So it's been an amazing day. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, and uh, such an honor for us to be chatting on your release day and celebrating together on this show. No, I'm so um, happy. Yeah, so I'm really excited to have you and have... Um, share this conversation with other listeners as well. And um, I have been a big fan of you. I met you in 2020. And um, before I met you, I was aware of Chinese astrology, but my knowledge was like very limited. It was just, oh, this is the year of the goat. This is the year of the dog, but not the depth of the richness of what Chinese astrology has to offer. So, um, yeah. So if you would tell us how you got started, what led you to astrology? What led you to Chinese astrology in particular? Okay. So should we go back as a child? Yeah. Yes. So um, as a child, I was intuitive, brought up in a um, religious family. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mother um, didn't like it. She just didn't like it. Um, in fact, she got a, a, a person of uh, the cloth to come and talk to me. Lucky for me, he was uh, very understanding and he told me just to be quiet. Shh, don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. As I grew up, um, I met an amazing man um, and he loved what I did. So he used to love the fact that, I, you know, because I was in business, I would be like, okay, this is a really good site to buy for a fast food restaurant and he would do all this. So my relationship with him was amazing. Um, And then I surrounded myself with people like that. But one of my best friends said to me, a lot of people don't understand you, Janine. They don't understand, you know, what you're like. So why don't you find something spiritual to do? So about 2004, I trained as a Feng Shui consultant. And I love feng shui. It's amazing. It's really woo-woo, but it's amazing. But for me, I want to make sure that my clients get exactly what they wanted. Mm -hmm. So I started to learn about Chinese astrology. 
and I worked under someone called Joey Yap. And basically, he's a metaphysics Chinese astrologer. What does metaphysics mean? So metaphysics is one plus one equals two. Okay. So when you work with people's date of birth, um, so the year you're born in is all about your friends and family. The month you're born in is all about your career. The day you're born in is all about yourself and your relationship with yourself, which is very important, and your relationship with your partner. Um, The hour you're born in is to do with your wealth and children. So it absolutely fascinated me, this, this. So I started working with it with myself and with my clients. And I found this, um, I don't know what you call it, but there was like a serendipity. Uh And it really made sense. And I would use it. So then uh, I spent a lot of time learning. It's an ongoing thing because as deep as you get when you read someone's chart, there's even a deeper level underneath. Yes. And I also found learning Chinese astrology taught me a lot about myself because you you think you know yourself, but sometimes you just get on with it, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I was a serial marriage. I used to get married. I got engaged eight times, married three times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Why? Why? I know the answer to that, and I'll talk about it a little later about pinch yeah. blossoms. So um, by learning Chinese astrology, I learned what I am, who I am. And, and I found that really important because I used to, every time the like the relationship was over, I used to blame myself, yeah, or you blame the other person or whatever and it you know life isn't really about that yeah I think this is my personal view so then um then obviously in 2020 whatever happened happened and um this book date love marry avoid has been inside me for so long because I know about relationships uh etc so I decided that I would write a book uh about all the Chinese animals and I go into that a little later but and um, how they interact with each other and who's who's good for you who isn't good for you um it teaches you all so it goes through the whole 12 animals uh, Chinese animals and it gives you the lowdown on each animal so you know your personality like I'm a rooster and I love shiny things you know I don't you know I just can't help myself that you and I, you know everyone's like oh yeah she's didn't but that's what I do yeah so I learned about all the animals and I gave all the characteristics about them. So someone said to me, this book, they said, oh, is it just for people who are single? And I went, oh, gosh, no, because people in relationships um, can actually um, learn about the people that they're with, give them more. You know, there's no such thing as the perfect relationship. What do you think? Absolutely. Yes, 100 <laughs> um, percent. And so it puts in the different chapters, it puts what they're good at, what they're not good at, what you're good at, what you're not good at. It gives you things like what's your lucky number, what's your favourite clothes, you know, colour clothes, all this sort of thing. Um, So that's what I wrote. And I wrote it 100% with love. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I loved doing it. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not a writer. So I took on a coach, paid for a coach to help me write. Um, Because I had a car accident in 2000. I had to learn to read and write again. So it was a big challenge for me, um, but um, I loved writing it. So when you read it, you just know it's all full of love. That's yeah, what I can say. I was one of the lucky ones to have an advanced copy of your book. You asked me to write a testimony for the book and 
I testify like the book is filled with so much love and it's just so much more than just listing out the different animals and their characteristics and I love the way you have broken it down and taken it to the depth oh just date this person this person is good for dating and loving but maybe not for marrying and oh stay away from this these people yeah 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 it's just so easy and so um like relatable as well like it's fun thank you I that was that was the aim to put my um I've got quite a humorous way of writing because I write as you know some people write a story I write as I think if that makes sense and yeah. my, my, I've got a bit of a wicked sense yeah. of humor that's the best way to write yes so before we go on I wanted to highlight a few things that stood out um for me um one of the things you said was when you were little um you were told to shush up and not talk about this to anyone and the reason i'm bringing that up is because um like the main listeners for this podcast are women and as women we're always told to shut our voices yes to lay low to not shine our light so bright and i'm so happy that you followed your dream you followed what excited you yeah, and what, what a beauty to offer to the world like the knowledge that you have the wisdom that you have if had you not followed that we wouldn't have this book today <laughs> thank you I think it was because I met this um religious person I'm not talking about what religion it was or anything and he literally understood me he actually got what I was like yeah and when he said don't say anything more but don't lose it. The time will come when you can use it, yeah? And then obviously I met um, my the father of my son um, and he he just loved it. He, he loved it and um, encouraged it. Um, and as soon as I could be who I wanted to be, which was at the age of 20, 21, yeah. um, I learned so, so much um, about life and whatever it is um that we we're living through um but um yeah I think that if you I don't know if a child is told to shush let's talk about ladies you know um women are told to shush then it's really hard because sometimes they can be in the wrong relationship you know because I've done my research in my book I know certain men that you or women that you should not you know whoever your partner is you should avoid because they can be narcissistic, which is a big trait. And often women get into this relationship um, and they think this is normal. Um, even though I wrote this book, and I'm not saying tongue in cheeks, it's really serious. I hope that someone will read it and realize this isn't what is the norm when you're when you're in the wrong relationship. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, um. So ladies, here's a message for you that no matter what you're told, <laughs> no matter how much you're told to like just lay low and um, dull your shine, no, go for your dreams. And you never know. It may take years to realize your dream, but it's so important that we go for it. And something else you said, you said you are not a writer and you hired a coach to help you write and we are not meant to do life alone love alone there are people out there to guide us to you know fulfill our dreams 
Absolutely. It's so important because we feel, again, as women, we fear so much to ask for help. We are so fearful to receive. It's very uncomfortable for us to receive. So again, you're, you're being such an amazing role model. And I'm so happy that you brought this up that, you know, saying I'm not a writer, but there was this desire in me to share my wealth, my knowledge with the world. So I collaborated with someone else to realize yeah. my dream. I, I, and I, I'm going to say I chose a woman. Um, and that sounds like I'm being whatever, but I, they get me, you know, I, I understand. Um, and my coach, she is amazing. And she helped coach me through the second book. Cause as much as I learned in the first book, um, I still wanted to make sure it was the right way. You know, I'm not saying I lack confidence, but because she brought the best out of me in book one, um, I have, I used for book two, which is a feng shui book called abundance. So it's about feng shui in your house. Um, and she never, she was always in my corner. If I had like, I really can't think of the word for this. And and in fairness, I have to tell you, was it CHGB chat or whatever? Was not around when I was writing my book. It's only been in the last year and people just go, oh, you just do that. And I'm like, well, it didn't happen to me. But she was, she, she was, it was her job. So she, she was really good. So. Yeah. And then before we move on, one last thing that you said, there is no perfect relationship. And that is such an important thing to highlight because all we have been shown is, oh, fairy tale love. This is what love looks like. Once you find a person, it's happily ever after. And it's never that. And it's never that. So, yes. So let's move on. Hold on. Let me just, because I'm going to do something. So the book, when it gives all the characteristics of the person, yeah, if you're if you're in a relationship with women, this is why I say it's not just for single people. You can suddenly go, oh, that's triggered something, yeah. So, yeah. so my partner isn't a hundred percent. He's a dateable match, not a marriage match. Yeah. And let's let let me give you an example, right? So, I like to do things. To, so, I wanted a jigsaw puzzle because randomly I wanted a jigsaw puzzle. So, I got a jigsaw puzzle, put all the edges out, but then when you have to put it together, I was like, oh my god, no, this is not the fun bit. Mm-hmm. So he came in and started putting the bits in the middle and then I worked out the colours and he would say, "That's this is like cheating because you put all the colours together and I go, yeah, but that's teamwork. And when we finish the j- jigsaw puzzle, even though we have our, you know, like not the perfect relationship, when we finished it, we did it together. And that's what I'm saying is that you don't have the perfect relationship, but there are things that you do not know about each other. We've known each other seven years Yes. And um, a jigsaw puzzle was like, wow, look what we, what, hey, look, we can do this together, you know? Right, right. And that takes me on to another question, which I was wanting to ask you later, but since we are on this topic. So, like you said, um, the person, your partner, he is dateable. Yeah. Right. For you. Yeah. And how important is it for women? to just date people that are only marriageable. Because I see in my work that women date with a checklist anyway, right? Oh, he should, ma'am, the person should be tall. Um, I met a woman um, day before yesterday and she said, I'm not going to date anyone who's bald. (laughs) So they're already put 
men in buckets that this pool is dateable, this pool is not. And so if someone were to read your book and say, oh, date, love, but not marry, what would you suggest? What would be your suggestion should they just have fun anyway? Because in my opinion, I tell women to date every man unless that person is a threat um, to their safety and security because it's about being fun and playful and experimenting. Not every man that you go out on a date will is marriage material, right? Absolutely. And interesting that you brought that up because um, part of the reason I wrote the book was, um, I mean, I haven't been on a um, a dating app, you know, because I'll tell you a story about that later. Yeah. But I know about this swiping right and swiping yes. left. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, when I wrote the book, um, obviously, um, at the time, it, people can get out and they were using that quite a lot. And people look at uh, the visual but what I learned about this visual apps is that when you actually meet up with these people, they're not actually who they are. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to what you said, um, I believe um, we are brought up at, from a certain age that marriage is in, in, in various things. Marriage is the ultimate thing you should do. Mm. My thoughts are, are dating is what you should be doing enjoying it not like thinking of the end result I'm going to get married I'm going to be with this person we are going to create that dating is meant to be fun now some people are born wanting to be married because of their certain or just say Chinese animals they they, they want to to be um together and you know and and, pe- and some people do fall in massively in love but I promise you that they still um have to um deal with the negative no one's happy all the time so um, I think your words on dating is really important. I think that is a very important thing to say, that dating should be fun and you don't have to think for the end result at all. It's got to be fun. Right. And, you know, real relationships have not been modeled for majority of us. Right. Yes. And when we are learning new ways to show up in love uh, and learning new tools, we have to practice. And when we wait for the right person to show up and only date those people, we're going to fumble. Of course. You know, when you're really attracted to someone, you forget everything. You forget about your boundaries. You forget about, you know, how you should be treated. You're just so mesmerized by that person. There's so much chemical connection that you forget about, oh, I'm supposed to have boundaries. I'm. This is how I'm supposed to show up in love. And so dating men who are still not marriageable for your um, animal is so important because you get to practice those tools. You get to practice these new ways of being and having fun. I also believe that when you date different people, it brings out different sides of you because we hide things within us and some men are or women are really sexy uh other people bring out the um what's the word philosophical side of you uh that sort of thing it's it's all all there I used to be a DJ just for a job yeah, um, yeah. And I ran a singles clubs I had nine and one of the things that I noticed I was only like 25 26 
one of the things I noticed was that people will match up at these singles clubs because these are before apps are out. Yeah. But there will be like a, I called it a three month dating thing. And then the curtains will come down and you would see them back in the clubs meeting other people. And I think people get very involved very quickly. Um, I don't know if I should say married at first sight. UK was on the other day and they, they within like they met, went on holiday together. They were totally in love. And one of them was very, um, what's the word, narcissistic and sort of brought the person in and they believed it's called a love bomb or something, uh-huh. love bombing someone. Yeah, and yeah. so I think it takes it takes a good three months to get through the, cut through the tape. Totally, totally. And, you know, what was something that really excited me when I first um, read your book was you know, especially in the online dating uh, scene now, like people, less and less people meet organically. Yeah. It's mainly online uh, through dating apps. And what really excited me was like, you know, I have women complaining so much. They hate being online and there's so many crappy people and every profile looks just the same. It's so hard to stand out in the pool of millions of people looking to find their perfect match, right? And what really excited me was a lot of people don't even know their animal, right? Such a fun thing to put on your profile. What a great conversation starter and icebreaker to have your animal on your profile and what a fun first date conversation right (laughs) like oh my god how many people meet for the first time and say hey so what animal are you and you know start chatting about that Uh, so I think this is such a great way for women and even men to just stand out online and get noticed and have an interest that it's not highlighted as much. And also, just going to say, if you bought the book, you would know what the character is for the person you were on the dating app with. You yeah. would know their pluses. You would know the negatives or whatever it is, what you should avoid. But I think that the the thing with the apps, it's just like you say, it's just like a picture. Everyone says the same words. All my friends, you know, I, I, I was dealing with someone the other day, dealing, working with someone the other day. And she's been looking for a partner for ages, literally ages. You know, she's divorced, got a couple of young uh, children of 10, bringing them up. And she said to me, well, what do you suggest? We worked out what her animals were and then we worked out what she would look for. She has had the time of her life playing with this because she had she had the knowledge that I gave her. So she's gone out and absolutely played with it and had the best time. I know you're going to ask me if she met someone. She's having too much fun. Sorry. You know what? Somebody asked me um, the other day, what's your success rate? I'm like, what do you define success? Can you just not every man you're going to meet is going to be your soulmate. So can you just have fun as long as you're having fun and dating without um, being attached to the outcome? Yeah. The, you will find the person because you're not laser focused on the outcome I find it really hard and I can speak from a person who's been asked to be engaged eight times and married three times um I think personally for me um I got very uh loved the idea of having a party I'm a rooster um Mm -hmm. I love the 
joyful sign of oh someone being in love with me and everything then I had to grow up obviously um and would never consider getting married again in any form because I I think that some people should be married and some people shouldn't yeah and in my case I shouldn't um because I have which means nothing to you guys but two roosters in my chart um and it means that I like having fun but I learned the hard way as in um I didn't really know what I wanted I just got swept up in the moment and I wonder sometimes when they people are looking for marriage it's the getting married and the focus of everything being on you you know it makes me seem really fickle but I was just very young you know um so I think that you know I I do 100% think that there are more than one soulmate out there for everybody and I you do, yeah. Oh, yes, totally. Because you're meant to be with multiple different people, as as cliche as it may sound. And me being a dating and a relationship coach saying that, but you relationships are sent to you for a season, for a reason, for a purpose. Some relationships are meant to heal you. Yeah. And that's the only reason they are in your life teach you lessons that you're meant to learn to heal. Yes. Right. Can I I tell you a little story? Just a quick one. So I I married someone who I shouldn't have married and he was a narcissist and um, was violent and all this sort of thing. So the policeman that was on my case came and looked after me and I married him. It's because suddenly I was sent a white, uh, being a white charger and he looked after me, but he wasn't the right person for me, but he turns up on the time. Now that was good. I just shouldn't have got married. Remember this. Yeah. This is my, this is where I go to, but he was perfect. And I think people come along in your lives at different times to help you, teach you, love you for mend you or whatever. Yeah. 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 And that doesn't make it bad. That doesn't make the relationship bad. Like for me, my first marriage was to a narcissistic man. But had I not been in that relationship, I don't, my life would have been completely different. I don't think I would have gone on this path of personal growth, deep healing, doing the work that I'm doing today. Right. And it's just, it was just meant to be. So to say, oh, I shouldn't have ever married that person. And that was wrong. No, I was meant to learn. I was meant to grow. I was meant to do this work in this lifetime, which I don't know if I would have gotten to do. I totally agree with you, Sonny. I totally agree. I I can't look back on anything and think I shouldn't have done that because everything has taught me a lesson. Um, But I think, and I know this is such a cliche, but it is you really need to love yourself first. Oh my God. Get to know yourself and love yourself. And when you get to that point, then things change. 100%. You seem to be happy. You seem to be happier about, you know, everything, you know. Amen. I preach about self-love so much. <laughs> That's like the foundation of um, the work I do. So yes, it's very important that we love ourselves first. Yeah. And, 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 and that's it. And um, another thing that I am, I, I love animals and I, um, if they need a home, I take them in. And oh, last yeah. Christmas, um, I I already had four, and there was this little cat, little ginger cat, it was 
just thrown out in the streets in our country, which is unheard of, just living in the alley. And um, I, I knew it was there, but I thought people were looking up and they weren't. So New Year's Eve last year, I just looked at my partner, got my carry case out. He went, oh, my goodness, we've got another one coming, haven't we? And bless him, he just loved Cat. Cat was only meant to stay for like days. He, he moved in, you know. But what I loved about the, my partner is he realised that that was so important. It's an important part of me rescuing animals and looking after them. And um, and it was nice not, you know, you haven't got another one coming. He was like, all right, I'll see you in a while then. <laughs> Get the cat food out. <laughs> so I think you, the person has to love you for your most, well, I'm not saying what I've got is a failing, but you'll never know what you're walking into. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so going back to the book so when I first got the book the first thing I did was I went so I'm a pig so um just so that the uh listeners know um when we pick our animals especially for um the purposes of you know date love marry avoid we're looking at the year animal correct yes this yeah because people couldn't work their deaths it's definitely the year yeah okay okay so the first thing I did was I went to the pig <laughs> I'm a pig and I know. <laughs> my, my husband Larry he is a tiger and ah. the first thing was on there that you are going to be best friends and yes. then it went on to say that yes marriage will work out great as well and I was like woohoo <laughs> but something that I remembered from when uh, you and I were working one-on-one together and you um read mine and Larry's charts and you had told me that he is um going to be your best friend but you're going to butt heads a lot <laughs> that sounds like me I'm very honest <laughs> I love that about you so and that is so true yeah we yeah. are the best friends like when I hear something the first person no matter how upset and pissed I am at him he's the first person I want to share that with. Yes. Like we could have had an argument 10 minutes before and then I see something exciting and I have to go run and tell him that and share with him. <laughs> he is my best friend and we butt heads too. And so ladies, what I want to highlight is, you know, there is this misconception about um, astrology that it's woo-woo, it's not, it's whatever, it's just for fun and gossip or you know just play it's not something to be taken seriously I want to say Janine is the real deal and she <laughs> so many things in my life and they have just turned out so beautifully be at the sale of my home um my husband's new job um, yes just everything so when I read that in the book, I remember the time our conversation and you said, you're going to butt heads. And every time Larry and I talk, I'm like, she was so right. She was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But the thing is, right, that is the learning curve. That's the learning curve. Like, my, like you know, I've come to you, as you will know, to talk yeah. about love and how I how I react to things because I have a natural born reaction to say, I'll blow that. I'm off. Bye. You know, I I have nothing that retains me to stick with something that makes me upset. Um, Which, you know, you taught me that things as much as I knew you taught me about how things should be. 
Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, so you have to learn, and that's what the chapters are about. What is the trait that you like in that person? What is it that you like? Now, I am someone say, right, I'm going out to be by a Range Rover Evoque. Yeah, it's an auspicious day. I'm going out there. I go to the garage. Roger comes with me. I see the car behind two cars that I want. And the salesman goes, well, we've got one over here. It's, it's just the same. He went, oh, forget it, mate. Forget it. She wants that one. And he like he said, you better get it out of the car park because that's the one she's going to have. Yeah. So, so we have this behind it, each other that we know, you know, um, and I support him on things. that Yes. Yes. And it's so beautiful to be in a relationship with such a man who gets you, who supports you. And to me, when you shared with me that you're going to butt heads, that was not like a red flag for me because that makes it fun you want somebody you don't want a clone of yourself you want somebody who's different and when we butt heads we grow there's so many areas I challenge him on and there's so many different areas that he challenges me so we are butting heads but that's not wrong but if I were to say oh you're gonna butt heads no he's not the person for me yeah I totally agree totally agree it is it is you know the world you know this idea that we all sit down and we do everything together and it's absolutely perfect let's all get in the car and put the kids in the back and you know and we're all going on this amazing holiday well you've got kids who want to do their own thing and they're coming with you to begin with if they're the wrong age teenagers or that um but it's about definitely about finding the middle ground I genuinely think or do I? Yeah, I genuinely think that people like to be in a couple. I think people want to be loved. Um, I don't think there is a majority of people that want to be single. I think people want to be single at different parts of their life. But I think we're born to want to be a pair or yes. or even not, you know, you can even have a best friend who's your, you know, BFF but not in a relationship. And they, they're they the, at the other end of the phone talking to you. So I, I I believe in BFFs as well. You know, it's not always about marriage. You can build a relationship with somebody that doesn't have to be sexual, but is right. actually someone who, who is your person. Right, right, totally. And, you know, while you were talking about BFFs, it just brought up something in me. Like, yes, you have written this book with the purpose of, like, helping people date. Um, it's even in friendships. Yeah. Yeah. That, right. you know, it's hard to put that out there, but yeah, that's absolutely, that's absolutely, you couldn't have done date BFF. Relationship in your life, be it a professional relationship, be it like, you know, a boss you're working for, be it friendships, be it romantic relationships. Like ladies, this book is amazing. I'm going to yeah. tell you, you're going to have to get a copy for yourself and for everyone in your life <laughs> thank you that's the point yeah I think that that's another thing like um someone said to me oh you know I'm very happy with my my partner do do I need the book and I said well how'd you get on with your family oh well some of them I said well when you look up their um chapter you'll find out why you don't get on and maybe there'll be something in there you go oh yeah actually my sister is actually really good at that and I should appreciate that yeah yeah so even even individually, right? Like some of our own characteristics get dimmed, get um, buried deep within. And I feel like 
whether we are reading for ourselves or for people we are in relationship with, it's it brings that out. Oh, I read this about your animal and look, this is so true about you. We tend to forget all of our characteristics and we are so, we live a very conditioned life, right? Society tells us we have to be a certain way. So certain parts of us are hidden and after a period of time, we forget that we had that characteristic. Absolutely. So reading this just brings that out in forefront, I feel. Yeah, and 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 that when I was writing it, um, you know, the people, uh, the animals will come up because I'm a visionary. I see things, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they would come up, and I could see the people that I know who are that, and they don't know necessarily the qualities of what they've got, and you know, all this sort of thing. So, I made sure that when I put the book together, characteristic wise, that everything was highlighted, what you're absolutely brilliant at, and what you really is not your bag, yeah. That, that that was the idea because we as you say conditioning is what we get into we have to do what we're told to do um but if uh if you become become self-assured as a woman and as I said we've said love each other love ourselves um things seem to take a different turn I can't really explain it but you're probably better at it than me no I mean everything you said is is, is spot on um you know there is a long-standing ancient Eastern tradition of um, like uh, taking, when people get married, taking their birth charts to an astrologer, to a priest and having the charts matched. Ah. Uh, the first, I can talk about the Indian um, culture. Um, so my first marriage um my ex-husband's family, they asked for my birth chart. Nice. And um, they took it to a priest slash astrologer to have our charts matched and read. Um, but there is a lot of skepticism in that practice because in the Indian culture, there has been history of people... Um, giving like bribing the priest oh can you match like make sure that it's a match even if it's oh. not a match can you just say it's a match oh no people are so desperate to get married they do any sort of things so just last night when i was preparing for our um our talk i'm like I wonder if my ex's family paid the priest if he was bribed to say, oh, yeah, they're a perfect match because we were never a match from get-go. Gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> this book comes with so much, um, like, clean energy, so much authority. Someone, a woman like you who has been practicing um, this work for years and so much credibility. So ladies, when you're reading this book, there is no skepticism in it. Like just take it for what it is. It's oh, yeah, one straight talker. Straight talker. And thank you straight for that. Talker. Truth. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so it was like, I was very excited. I'm like, oh my God, like people don't really have to, women can rely on themselves 
to go read the book. Oh, I'm dating a rat. Is this person for me? Right. Rather than going to the astrologer, not knowing whether it's 100% true or not. Yes, I see where you're going. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I've got nothing to gain. What I'm saying is, you know, I have I have lived and bred this uh, life. I work with Chinese astrology every single day with auspicious states, months. I work for companies who are launching project products. So I have got a whole um, background to me. It's, you know, everything I write about is everything that I do. Yeah, you know, it's 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 not only researched, it's used daily. That's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Like so my, I, you know, I put people around me so who work with me are who are auspicious to me, uh, faithful, that means. And so that I work with the right people around me. So yeah. that's also I feel like reading this book, um people get to use their own judgment as well that they're relying on themselves their intuition and I know you are a very intuitive person and having written this book I feel like um it gives the readers this power okay these are the characteristics that are written in the book about this person whom I'm dating Yes, it's true because I am going out. I'm seeing those things rather than just like, you know, going to the astrologer and them just, you know, telling you because they don't go in depth. It's not like ladies, this book is deep. What to what to wear on the first (laughs) date, where to go based on your animal. Like it's just so thorough. There's so many little, little details it's just phenomenal. Like just going to an astrologer with your birth chart is not going to get you anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I know someone said to me, um, their hus- she's a horse and her husband's a dog. And she said, oh, Janine, you just sent me to New York for a glass of champagne. And of course, I'd love to do that. And so guess what they're doing? Um, they are taking their children. But for the first time, he he's taking her to New York on December, the, I think it's 18th or whatever, for four or five days. They're taking their kids, but she's over the moon because when she read in the book, he's actually made it come true. How much cool is that? How fun is that, right? Like, let's live a life of fun and excitement and adventure, right? <laughs> yeah, and he never knew. He never knew. But when she read it to him, I think she had it back in June. Yeah. He arranged it so they go there for Christmas. Pre-Christmas, yeah. So I, I, I was like over the moon. I was just like, wow. Thank you. That is amazing. That's amazing. So I know uh, the women uh, listening to this episode will have this question. Um, people are more into Western um, astrology. So can you tell us the difference of Western astrology versus Chinese astrology and why Chinese astrology? Okay, so uh, Western Western astrology is run by the sun. Chinese astrology is run by the moon. Uh, the I don't know what Western how they get all their Libra and all that because I'm Libra, but um, the Chinese astrology uses Chinese animals, which is stars. So when it first started, Chinese astrology, they um, used it for Warcraft. That's how they had their astrologers, and they did it everything by the stars. Um, and what was the question? 
<laughs> so like because people are so used to following western astrology and doing things as per western astrology right so i know when women are listening to this they may have the question like uh, what's the difference like why chinese astrology why not western astrology right because that's what they're used to so i i have uh, some western astrologists that use me for that they're my clients and there is a difference although they do cross over um Chinese astrology is more about tradition, auspicious dates, um, months, years. So you know, it's 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 more metaphysical. Now that does not mean that Western astrology is uh different because everything's run by the different moons, as in full moon, all this sort of thing, and planets and that. So the only difference in actual fact is it's the moon and the stars for Chinese astrology. Um, so like when the, so we have Christmas every day, every year, sorry, on December the 25th, you have Thanksgiving. Is it the same day every year? Right. So yeah. Chinese astrology changes on the second full moon. So it can be from January the 20th to February the 30th each year. So they use the moon to denote the year. So. This year it was January the 28th. Next year, the wood uh, dragon is February the 10th. So they literally run with the moon. That's the difference. But they do cross over so much. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I love that. So um, I think Eastern um, astrology is something similar to like our Hindu New Year. It starts, it changes every um, year. It's not the same day. It uh, goes on on the moon cycle as well yeah and 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 yeah um neither are right neither are wrong um but when you i use chinese astrology because it works for me because i'm about getting the right date the right time i like exactly to know the facts about everything um and know what i'm dealing with because i work with the year ahead so 2024 is already well I say it's planned, but I have ideas for certain months. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a go with the flow person, but yeah. Because my partner likes to be all these holidays. And I, I struggle with going on holiday because I have to leave my fairy family at home. Um, <laughs> but I have the most amazing person. She takes pictures of them every day and sends them to me. But there you go. And I also do the Chinese astrology for my animals. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so if you uh, have pets, you can reach out to Janine for... You know, yeah. for them as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, like, I've got three tigers um, in my cats because um, oh. they were uh, rescued last year. And um, uh, sometimes you bring a cat into a family. I'm changing the subject. You bring a cat into the family and everybody gets about it all, yeah? But because yeah. they're all tigers, when he came in this last rescue, they were like, oh, hi, come on, let's go and have fun. Because tigers have fun together, yeah? Yeah. So this book is for furry people too. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so. <laughs> great, great. So since this podcast is all ab about all things love, how about we talk a little bit about peach blossoms? Okay, so peach blossoms. Right, so um, there are four peach blossoms. And if you are born under that particular animal, um, now remember you can be born in the year, the month, the day, or the hour. So if you're born in the year, people will love you, yeah, for your friends and family. If you're born in the career, you people will love you in your career. If you're born in the day of a, um, of a peach blossom, then you'll also have quite a few suitors and people just love you. If you're born in the hour, 
children will love you and people will come to you uh, for wealth. So the four peach blossoms. So uh, when you get your book, if you've got a peach blossom, it is a rabbit, um, a rooster, a horse and a rat. So those four animals are what we call peach blossoms. And um, they have different years as well. So like this year is a rabbit year. So this is a year where people will fall in love quite a lot. And, you know, marriage or not marriage, they will fall in love, have babies. It's a big year. Um, So rabbits are thought of as family people. So it'd be a very, you know, family orientated love. If you uh, fall in love in a horseshoe, it's about passion and yeah, let's just do this. It's like a racehorse. Yeah. If you uh, fall in love in a rat year, it's probably someone being very intuitional to you. It's about love. It's about talking because this is what rats are like. Uh, music, that sort of thing. If you fall in love in a rooster year, um, that's all about, I always say the shiny things, but it's about having serious fun, doing, you know, anything that's out there, you know, from from where, from a wine bar to going to a gig, you know, that sort of thing. So having a peach blossom in your chart, which you all should check the book, in case you do have a gift, is why... um, people fall in love so it's a you you look back over the years and you can see why oh yeah oh actually I did meet that person in that year or you have months so rabbit months are March 4th to April 5th it's always weird weird months rooster years uh, rooster and rooster months are September or uh, rat how many people fall in love in December just for Christmas because they don't want to be alone so that's a big love thing um, and then, um, yeah, so all those months and then we have days, you might meet somebody and it might be a rabbit day or a rooster day. And you think, oh, my God, how amazing is that person? You don't even know that you don't even love them. But that day you do love them. Yeah. So it's it's, yeah. it's, it's things like that. So that's a peach blossom. Yeah. As so I, as have like I have a horse and a rat. <laughs> there we go. That's it. People can't help. And you and you're in the love industry. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so it's, it's, I love all this information. And so peach blossoms, it means that you're lucky in love, right? Lucky in love. Yeah. Uh, but you can also fall in love very quickly with other people. Um, people can fall in love with you. I mean, I have three, three peach blossoms. Surprise, surprise. Um, people. <laughs> I can be in a, I have been in a petrol station and someone has seen me getting in my car or getting out of my car. They bought flowers and give them to me. And now I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. And my partner has been in the car and he's like, what? Oh, like that. You know, oh, here we go. You know what I mean? So um yeah, it, it is it is magical to be uh born with these um peach blossoms. Uh sometimes it can be a bit of a pain, um, if that's possible. But for people to who don't have them. You can meet your partners using uh, peach blossom days and years. And everybody has a peach blossom day and year. We all have that. It's not, oh, I've got none. It's in you. It's in your chart. You just have to use it to find people. And as a Chinese astrologer and Feng Shui consultant, I have clients coming to me and say, oh, I really want, you know, I have one lady. She had been married. She met her husband at school. And they got married and they absolutely had the best life. And then unfortunately he died when he was 40 Um, and she was devastated. So five years, six years in, she's only 45, 46. And she said, I really, everyone's putting pressure on me to meet somebody. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's finish where your house up. Yeah. 
So we did, and we activated, which means do something in your house to meet someone on a peach blossom. She she was missing company. She'd always had company, you know. Mm. Anyway, um, we did it in the house. We finished trade her house and sorted her peach blossom out. She went into a supermarket. I promise you this happened. She met someone from when she was at school, and they bumped into each other, and um, he had lost his wife a year before, and they became the best of friends. They started dating, etc., and it went from there, really. So um, peach blossoms you can use to activate in feng shui, and uh, you can use years, days, etc. So I think I'm making it complicated, but what I'm saying is there's someone out there for everyone, even if you lose what you thought was your soulmate, and probably was. I have chills just listening to that story. So, you know, Janine, you and I can talk for hours and hours about this, but I want to be mindful of our time. And ladies, as you can see, this book has like wealth of information. It's it's just amazing. And what a fun um, Christmas gift to give to people in your life. So I am going to put the link to buy the book in the show notes. And um, Janine, before we leave... How can people get in touch with you um, if they want to work with you? So um, my um, website is www.janinelow.com. In fact, I know this is America, but if you put Janine Low in Google, it usually comes up with me. Um, I've been around a while. So um, or you can email me, janine at janinelow.co.uk. Um, I'm sure you're going to put those sort of links in there. Um, and the book is on the American Amazon and it's due out on the 1st of January, 2024. What a year to start the year. Having this book in your mitts just before Valentine's Day. Yay. Um, and um, yeah, so so that's me. And then you have a Facebook group that you provide so much information on. I'm on Journey. Do you want to share a little bit about that Facebook group? Um, so Journey is my private group. Um, it's a paid group. I don't know how you are in, in England. English money is £20 a month. I don't know what it is of you. You can, it's, um, you, it's called Journey. Um, and you can find it on Facebook. You can ask to join it. Um, as I say, that's a paid group. Um, I do have a Facebook page, which is 252k people follow me on there, but I don't give the one-to-one service. I just put up like Thursdays tips and that. But in Journey, we do something called Oracle, the Oracle, uh, every Thursday. And you pick a number and I tell you what it what it means, um, which is also fun. <laughs> Everybody does that. I do daily horoscope um, posts um, so that people know daily what, what's going on. Um, I give feng shui tips. It's a really interactive group. It's, you know, and the launching of my book I today, obviously it's gone out today. The group have been amazing. They've been posting things and they've been sharing things. And it's a really lovely community. I feel really, really thing. But the only way in it is to uh, pay. And the reason I say that is because then everybody's the same. They all want the same thing. At the moment, I'm working on a, I'm just going to tell you that, working on a boat. Someone's given me a boat that I'm finishing in China. And that theme is going through. So people are learning about how to do it. Every year before Chinese New Year, I do a manifest board, uh, which is amazing. I love doing it. I love that. I, I'm there every year for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it, it's, you know, because it changes every year. So you do the manifest board, how I say the best way, and then you put it on a certain day and a month. 
and uh, where to hang it. So, yeah, I mean, you can see I love it. This is the, these are like my family in there. So, yeah, and they're all very supportive. So that's called Journey. Yeah. So, ladies, I highly recommend Janine and definitely check her out. Janine, it was such a honor and pleasure to have you on the show. And I loved our conversations. And congratulations again on your book. Yay! Thanks, Sonny. Lovely talking to you. Thank you. Okay, ladies. This is all from us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Stay raw, stay real, and keep embracing the love within. Until next time, remember, love always. Thank you for joining me today on Raw and Real with Sony Pelty. It's been an incredible journey sharing this time with you, exploring the depths of love and relationships. I hope today's conversation has brought you insights, comfort, or even just a moment of connection. Remember, the path of love and self-discovery is not always easy, but it's a journey worth taking. You are not alone in this. Keep embracing your authentic self and cherish the love that surrounds you in its many forms. If today's episode resonated with you, I'd be honored if you would share it with someone you think might benefit from our community. Don't forget to subscribe for more heartfelt stories and expert advice on navigating love and relationships. And finally, remember... In a world that often feels superficial, there's power in being raw and real. I'm Sony Pelty, and I'll be here waiting for you in our next episode, ready to dive deep once again into the world of love. Until then, take care and keep loving bravely.